Hi, okay. So you have to get ready for pace up a little bit. Make some funness. You know, it's, it's always uh, it's always a very big excuse for me to for bring and come together with Holy Yidden, especially Rabari over here. Rabari is a Choshmiyah. He's not in the room right now, so we can talk the truth, right? He's a really Choshmiyah. Oh, he's back. Okay, so forget it. He's a good guy. All right, so you know, Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman Breslover, Lekut Moran, points out, Close from Zayar Kaddish, that the word matzah, the word matzah, what does the word matzah mean? So matzah is matzah, but what does the word matzah mean? So the Zayar Kaddish says that the word matzah means machlekes, means argument. Like it says in Pasuk, masa umariv, masa umariv means argument, fighting, disagreement. So the word matzah means machlekes. Sri Nachman says that's a strange thing, it's an ironic thing, that matzah, which is the food of Geula, the food of faith, should be a food of machlaikas. So the answer is, machlaikas shem shemayim. When you have two people that have different opinions, and it's l'shem shemayim, they're both right. And that's the best shalom, the best peace that can come is from two different opinions, where they're different, but they're both right. So Barya mentioned the machlekes that he has every single day with his chavrusa. Whether the foundation of Yiddishkeit and Avodah Hashem should be with a hava and love and iskarvus previous, or it should be more iskarvus. Oh, just do what you have to do, finish. What are you making? You know, what are you, have to, what are you overcomplicating things? So it's machlekes. Nistamis machlekes l'shem shemayim. So we have to make shalom between them. So that's what I want to speak about for a few minutes. How to uh, make shalom between Rabari and his uh, and his and his chavrusa. So it's like this. Rabari also mentioned that Pesach is called the beginning. Pesach is the beginning of one's avodas Hashem. Pesach is the beginning of Klal Yisrael. It's our history. We become a, a nation. We're born on Pesach. It's our birthday. Our collective birthday is Pesach. And the truth is that on some level we have two Rosh Hashanahs. On some level, there are two beginnings. There's the beginning of Tishrei, that's Rosh Hashanah, that we call Rosh Hashanah. And then there's Pesach, which is also beginning. So we have to, first of all, we have to identify what does it mean, the beginning of Pesach. So it's like Rabbi said. Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, that we call Rosh Hashanah Tishrei, that's the beginning of the physical world. Or even the spiritual world, but the world. Existence, reality, begins on Rosh Hashanah, that the Rabbanishon created the world. But the Rizal said that Pesach is also Rosh Hashanah, but whereas Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for the Oilam, for the world, for Oilamus, for existence, Pesach is Rosh Hashanah for Neshams, for Neshams. So Pesach, in other words, there's a world that Hashem created on all levels, and then He placed Neshamas in those worlds to accomplish something and to somehow develop within themselves the ability to truly experience God because God created the world but God could only be truly experienced by a soul and the beginning of the Rosh Hashanah for Neshamis is Pesach which means that the entire objective, the entire goal, the entire Mahalach that Neshamah embarks on 
which is eventually to be able to say, This is God. I know who God is. To what we call by the Sermak Toshim, it's good to learn this language, by the Sermak Toshim, it's called to have Meichin the Godless. What does Meichin the Godless mean? It means expansive consciousness, to be spiritually, extremely, spiritually sensitive. To become the Viyam. Mama should become the Viyam. The beginning of that, it begins with Pesach. The journey begins on Pesach. Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei is the beginning of creation. Rosh Hashanah of Pesach is the beginning of becoming a Navi. And every single one of us, whether we realize it or not, whether we, whether we like it or not, are destined to become the Viyam. And a Navi is someone who is able to point with a finger and say, this is God, to know who God is, to be chlal in a different space. And the beginning of that path is Pesach. So for us to begin, and we're all just at the starting gate. So we're all starting in the same place. We have to figure out within ourselves, what is the beginning? How do we begin? What's the beginning? So what, so let me ask you a question. What, you know, on Pesach we have a lot of chefzah mitzvahs. There's a lot of objects that we use for mitzvahs. And some of them are the more obvious ones. So if I were to ask you, what are some of the objects of mitzvahs on Pesach? Okay, so you have matzah, marah, four cups of wine, haggadah, I don't know, you have a lot of objects, a lot of stuff. But what's the first object that we use in terms of our avoid of Pesach? What's the first object? So the first vacuum, yeah, for some people, that's true. <clears throat> but the first object, for the purposes of this year, I guess, the first object that we use is what's mentioned in the first mission of Sachem. The first object that we use for Pesach, for Achanas of Pesach, really, in earnest, is what? A candle. is an air. So let's understand. If the whole lineage of Pesach is beginning the journey to become a Navi, and the beginning of that journey, and the beginning of the beginning is a candle, is an air, so it must be that contained in that word nair, in that secret of a candle, is everything we need to know how to begin. Okay? So you have to figure that out, you have to unpackage that. Alright, so let me, let, me, let me share with you the following idea. Like the Mekubalim we're taught, we have a tradition, the following tradition. We don't have Nevi'im anymore, unfortunately. But we still have within our, our tradition, we still kept records of certain key, certain key principles or certain key exercises that it took to become a Navi. And maybe someone that doesn't, that's not part of the inner circle of the Mukubalim might not know exactly what these things are, not that I am, but let me just share with you some basic ideas that, are, that the Nevi'im used to become Nevi'im, and let's see what that means for us. Because that's the journey that we're on, we have to become Nevi'im, we have to begin. By the, there is a sefer that we have. It's one of the oldest svarim that we have. It's called Pirkei Hechalos. Have any of you heard Pirkei Hechalos? Pirkei Hechalos was written by one of the great Tanoim, Nechuni ben Akana. Nechuni ben Akana was lived during the times of the Second Beis Hamikdash, and in his sefer Pirkei Hechalos, he records many of the traditions that he had from the Nevi'im. And the sefer Pirkei Hechalos were taught the following thing: that in order for a navi to ascend to heaven. In order for the consciousness, for the mind of the Navi to go to the highest of places and to experience prophecy, the first thing the Navi had to do is to create what's called a Merkava. It's called a chariot. He had to create a mental, spiritual chariot 
And in that chariot, he'll then travel to wherever he wants to go. Same thing by a human being, right? You want to travel somewhere, you need a vehicle. So if you're, just, if you're going the other side of the room, the vehicle are your feet. But if you're traveling somewhere far, then the vehicle has to be something a little bit more strong, a little more sophisticated, you need a car. And if you're going somewhere very far, then the vehicle needs to be even more complicated, a plane. And if you're going somewhere very far, then you need a spaceship. Wherever you're going, to that degree, you need a certain vehicle. So the consciousness, the mind of the Navi, the Nisham of the Navi, is going on a big trip. It's going on Mamish to the highest places to experience God Himself. So to such a trip, you need a vehicle. So in the Sefer Perkechos were taught what type of vehicles the Navim would create in their Nishamas to allow them to travel. And it's an amazing thing. In the Perkechos, we find in, in great detail some descriptions of these Merkavas, of these vehicles that the Navim would use. Vehicles that were created spiritually by thinking about certain names of Hashem. There are certain meditations in the Pirkei Echolos of thinking about names of Hashem hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. And so by creating, by mentally thinking about these Shemes Akdashim, they would create these vehicles. And in this vehicle, the Navi would soar to heaven. So let's understand, we're not Naviim. But the way the Rabbani Shalom runs the world is that as we get closer and closer to Mashiach, the, the process in order to become the people that we have to become becomes easier and easier. So for the Nevi'im of old to become a Navi, they had to create a chariot. And the chariot that they would use, the vehicle they would use, was very complicated, very mystical, very esoteric. But as we get closer and closer to Mashiach, we have to become Nevi'im again. But Hashem in His kindness allows us to become Nevi'im through much more easy and down-to-earth methods. So every single one of us, in order to travel, to become the people that we have to come over the course of the next year, and it begins Pesach, we have to make a recovery, we have to make a chariot for ourselves. But instead of it being a chariot made of divine names like the Nevi'im of old, we have to figure out what does it mean to make a recovery now for us. And let's understand, the enti- understand this, the entire avoid of Pesach, the entire avoid of Pesach is creating this chariot, this vehicle, through which you're going to then travel the rest of the year to all the madrigas that you're going to reach. That's the avoid of Pesach. The avoid of Pesach is making a merkava, making a chariot, making a vehicle, and in that vehicle you travel wherever you have to go, spiritually speaking. So what's the vehicle? So we have over here, a number of anaklach from the Kamarna Rebbe. Any of you guys have heard of the Kamarna? Kamarna was Sadiq Yisraelim. Kamarna was one of the great, great Chassidim, great Chassidish Rebbe's, great Mukubalim in the mid-1800s. Just to give you a little bit of a taste, you know, there, there's, there's a handful of Tzadikim in our people's history that were autobiographical, that they wrote Sfarim, autobiographies about themselves. But usually when you write an autobiography, when does the autobiography begin? What's the first page? where you're born, right? When you're born, maybe a little family history. The commander wrote an autobiography, but it started with his first Gilgal, you understand? So this is the type of person we're talking about. So the commander has a sefer called Nesiv Mitzvah Secha. In shul, every morning, we learn Nesiv Mitzvah Secha. Nesiv Mitzvah Secha is one of the most unbelievable svarim. So Nesiv Mitzvah Secha is a guidebook in Avodah Hashem, how to become a tzaddik. So in Nesiv Mitzvah Secha, Nesiv Amuna, Ois Zion. The commander brings down a Torah from the Aptarov. Heard the Aptarov? Av Mishu Heshel from Apt. The Aptarov. 
And the Aptorov said the following you say. And listen to this. And this is the key of Pesach. The Aptorov said, it says in Chazal, Kol haschol kashis. All beginnings are difficult. All beginnings are difficult. It means, said Aptorov, that when a person begins the journey for Avodis Hashem, if a person goes in with the mindset that I'm going to be a big, I'm going to have big madregas. Right in the beginning, said the Abderov, not going to work. The Abderov said, in the very beginning of one's journey, a person should not expect big madregas. You should not expect big madregas. You cannot expect big madregas. Le Pesach Chatas it says in Pasach, in the opening, in the beginning, sin dwells. The Yitzhar is there. It's impossible to expect big madregas. Said the Abderov, so what should a person, what should the mindset be when you first begin? Said the Abdurav, the mindset is just to be a Poshriyid. And a Poshriyid, Davins. And a Poshriyid puts on Tzvillin. And a Poshriyid keeps mitzvahs. And a person should say, why should I, you know, listen, this is what you didn't do. I want to, I'm not any better, I'm not any worse than any other year that ever lived. And what's so bad for me to say a Shahakal? Like every Yid says a shahakal. Like all our Babis and Zaydis said a shahakal. All our children and grandchildren we want, we pray that they should say a shahakal. So say a shahakal. Doesn't mean to say a shahakal, doesn't mean to do, to do mitzvahs without emotion, without intensity. But it means to embrace doing a mitzvah with utter simplicity. And not to see that as a bedievet, not to see that as just, okay, listen, that's all I can do right now. No, no, no. That that's the most unbelievable thing in the world. And the Abdurov said that a person has to appreciate and to realize how precious and how special even just saying the simple words of davening are. Said the Abdurov, that's the beginning of one's avodah. From there, when you enter into avodah Hashem, when you enter, when you start the process, with what? With an absolute earnest feeling of appreciation for the most simplest opportunities to do a mitzvah in the most simplest of ways, that's the beginning. That's the beginning. That's the Aptarov. Says the Kamarna. The Kamarna deepens the Vart of the Aptarov. And the Kamarna says, you should know. That's only not that's not just a nice idea because you can't expect a lot from yourself in the beginning. The Yitzhar is in the beginning, so you have to sort of you sort of like lean in to avoid this Hashem with Pshitas. Said the Kamarna, no 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 no. Serving the Rabbanishan with absolute simplicity and 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 appreciating the simple opportunity to do a mitzvah, the pashtas, that's the merkava that you're going to be traveling with to get to all the madrigas that you're going to reach. Said the commander, all the madrigas that a person could possibly reach, you have to be traveling in a vehicle. What is the vehicle through which a person reaches the highest levels? The vehicle is pashtas. The vehicle is the appreciation of doing a simple mitzvah. Once you've fully absorbed that simple appreciation of being given the opportunity to say every morning, the opportunity to be able to put on tefillin every morning, and to appreciate how even if I don't know what I'm doing and I don't understand what I'm doing, but to appreciate the depth of what's happening when I say a shahakal, and to say a shahakal properly, just to be makbit, to say the words properly, and to be thankful for the opportunity to say those words, said the Kamarna, that's the vehicle that you need to continue traveling with. You don't leave that behind and then you move on to sophisticated things. 
every madrega that a person reaches is only accessible, said the Kamarna, if it's, if it's somehow deepening the appreciation that you always started with, with the simple opportunity to be able to say a shahaka. You see the safer that I brought with me over here? This is not, it's not for show and tell, because I was just learning it uh, you know, in the car over here. So this is a safer, this is, you see how thick this is? This is just Sphere Saimon. This is just Sphere Saimon. This is the Kavanas, this is the sitter from the Rashash, from Shalom Shrabi, the Gates Father Shemukubalan, the Kavanas of the Arizal and Sphere Saimon. And every single time that we count one day's of Sphere Saimon, each and every day, how long does it take to count Sphere Saimon? Uh, two seconds, right? This is a safer that's all about the Kavanas of Sphere Saimon. It can take you an hour and a half to say one day of Sphere Saimon. But what's amazing about all of this, is that all the sophisticated madregas that this Sefer talks about with Sphere Saimer, even a five-year-old kid that says today is the second day of the Aimer is also connected to this. And the biggest Mukulbul in the world, and the biggest Navi in the world, that's, that's somehow trying to connect to the deepest levels of Sphere Saimer, for example, the only way how he can truly attain those levels is if every single level that he reaches is deepening his appreciation of the simple opportunity to count Sphere. So with all the sophisticated madrigas that a person can reach, it all, the only vehicle we have to reach those levels is continuing further deepening our appreciation of the simple opportunity to do the mitzvah. This is the Merkava, said the Kamarna, that we use to travel to all the oilamas. So let's go back. We said that Pesach is the beginning. And beginnings, the, the Ikra void of beginning is to make a Merkava, through which you're going to travel to all those highest madrigas, eventually getting to Harasina. What is the Merkava? Said the Kamarna. The Merkava is the simple, completely allowing yourself to fully embrace the simplest of mitzvahs and doing mitzvahs with absolute pashtas and appreciating it. So what's the first chavs of mitzvah ever that we use to get ready for Pesach? Is ner. It's brought down in the Svarim that we know that according to Chazal, there are five parts of the soul. Five parts of the soul in English, you know, every language tells you something about the people that speak that language, right? If, a per- if there's a nation that's very, it's like a famous thing that like the Eskimo, native, uh, the native, native language of Eskimos, there's like 50 words for snow, different types of snow, because their civilization revolves around the snow. So in English, because American society is so physical, there's only one word for soul, and that's the word soul. But by Yiddishkeit, we're obsessed with the soul. So for us, we have many different words for the, for the concept of soul. In Chazal, we find there are, generally speaking, five different terms for what we call soul. The highest madrega to the lowest madrega is Yechida, that's the highest. Then it's called Chaya, and it's called Neshama, those are the top three. Yechida, Chaya, Neshama. Then you have the bottom two. Ruach and Nefesh. Or bottom up, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. It's brought down in the Svarim that the, high, the three parts, the highest three parts of the soul, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida, that's called Madregas. That's called Nevi'im. That's called Hasagas. That's called Meichem, the Godless. The lowest parts of the Neshama, called Nefesh and Ruach, that means the part of you that's involved in Poshit physical mitzvahs and ma'is and The Poshit part of you, that's called the nefesh and the ruach. 
The Rosh Hatevis Nefesh Ruach is Rosh Hatevis what? Nair. Candle. Or la Rosh Hatevis Nefesh Nair. You know what your Acham to Pesach is? To embrace Nair. To embrace the part of your soul that is deeply satisfied and deeply appreciative of what? Of the opportunity to do simple mitzvahs. This is why Pesach night, with all the sophisticated madregas that we could be talking about Pesach night, Pesach night, every single Seder should be focused on what? On the children at the Seder. So you have the biggest makubal uh, at the Seder, and you have a five-year-old at the Seder. Which one should the Seder be focused on? Halacha says, not the makubal. It should be focused on the child. You know why? Because the holy in Pesach night, even for the Makubals to make him Merkava, through which he's going to travel to all the highest places that he wants to travel to. But his Merkava is Pashtas. His Merkava is to embrace doing a mitzvah simply. From there, then you can reach all the Madragas in the highest world. But everything about Pesach is Pashtas, Pashtas, the candle, Nefesh and Ruach, the Gadol Vincha, Kipshutai. Think about it. Even by the Seder itself, we know that the main mitzvah of Seder night, is, one of the main mitzvahs is Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim, right? Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim. The way we fulfill the mitzvah of Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim in the Haggadah, to talk about, to talk about the Exodus, is by using the, the, the few psukim that we have in the mitzvah of Bikurim. What's Bikurim? So very simply, you have a farm in Eretz Yisrael. He has a farm that he grows one of the Shiv Samin and one of the seven special fruits of Eretz Yisrael. The first fruit that grows, the first date, the first pomegranate, whatever it is, he takes that to the Beis HaMikdash, he presents it before Hashem and the Kayin, and he gives a whole speech talking about Jewish history. And he goes back, Arami, Aviravi, Lavan, and he talks about Yitzis, Mitzrayim, the exile, the redemption from Egypt, all leading up to this moment, where he's able to thank Hashem for the date that's in front of him. And those few psukim that we have in, in Arami Yavidavi, in Bikurim, that the farmer talks about Mitzrayim and the Exodus, we use that as a springboard to talk about Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim as well by the Seder night. Why in the world? Just go to Sefer Shemais. It's like we use psukim in Parshish Kisave talking about the farmer in Bikurim, just to use that as a way to get back to Parshish Shemais. Just talk about the psukim in Parshish Shemais. Well, you have to go with a farmer. The answer is, the whole secret of Bikurim is this Indian. That the, client, the farmer gets up there, and he says to the client, I proclaim before Hashem, your God, that I'm here. And you know there's a Torah from the Ishbitzer, the Mordechai Yosef Ishbitzer, that he taught, that what does it mean when the farmer says to the client, I proclaim before your God that I am here. It means the farmer is saying to the client, Reb Kayin, you're a big tzaddik. Your whole life was spent in the base of Migdash, and my life was spent in the farm. But guess what? I've, I'm able to reach your madregas. I can become a navi too. How could you become a navi? How could a farmer become a navi? How do you even begin? The answer is you make a merkava. I, the Naviim, their merkavas were complicated. The farmer is revealing to the client, I have another way of making a merkava. I could have a pasha to merkava too. And that's the merkava what? Of taking a simple date and being thankful and appreciative of this simple gift that God gave me. And from there, I can reach all the madrigas in the world. The whole inn of Bikurim is Pesach. The whole inn of Bikurim is taking something not for granted, taking something that's simple, that's posha, that's obvious, that's something that's even, it might, someone might even say trivial, and leaning into it. And saying, Rabbanu Shalom, thank you for the opportunity of being in Eretz Yisrael and growing a pomegranate. Really? 
That's all you have to think. That, that, that's it. You have no other shivas, no other longings and dreams in life just to be able to grow a pomegranate. The farmer says, of course I have more dreams. But all the things that I'm going to reach, I'm not going to allow myself to lose sight of the simple appreciation that I have for the opportunity to grow a pomegranate in Eretz Yisrael. And that becomes this chariot. That becomes this vehicle to reach all the heights. This is why we use the psukim of the farmer as a springboard to talk about Yitzis Mitzrayim Pesach night. Because even those simple words that the farmer says, appreciate the words. This is the Iker key of Avodah Hashem, the Iker Merkava that a person has to learn is to appreciate the simple words that come out of your mouth when you say a shahakal, when you say an ashayatzer, when you say a good morning to a friend, when you say a nice word to someone else, when you learn a pasuk in Chumash, a parak in Tehillim, a parak of Mishnayis, whatever it is, to appreciate the gift that you're being given, which is the simple mitzvah that you're doing. I, what about Madragas? Madragas will come through that chariot. It's the Igra Void of Pesach. It's the Igra Void of Pesach to make that chariot. So he started with a machlaikis between Ravari and his Harusa. Should a person just, should, should the holy of Yiddishkeit be about Madragas and Hava and Yir and Pnimius and Ruach and Nishan and so on? Or should you just do what you have to do? Just say the mitzvahs, do the mitzvahs, just say the words. The answer is, of course it is. The way through which a person is able to reach all the madrigas in the world and to become a Navi Ba'amas, where it's not superficial but it's Ba'amas, is only by traveling with the simple appreciation of the opportunity to do a mitzvah kipshuta. To be able to say, Ani Yehudi, I'm a Yid. And I'm happy to be a Yid. Even if I'm just, even if it ends up at the end of the day that I'm just an average Jew. That's also Givaldic. Not to be settled by that, but that's the chariot that you travel with. That's the tra- chariot that we have to travel with each one of us in our Avodah Hashem. Hashem shall bless each and every one of us. That as we come into Pesach, we have to seize the opportunity to begin the Mahal, to become Nevi'im. Do not settle for anything less in your life than to become a Navi. But understand that the way to become a Navi is by creating for yourself a chariot and by carrying with you Hashtus and Tamimus. And like the whole Seder, all the complicated questions and answers, it's an amazing thing. All the questions that we have by the Seder, Manishtana, they're not really answered. Because those questions are the most simplest, obvious questions. Those are not the questions of the Chacham. The Chacham is going to ask, why do we dip twice? Those are the most simplest, obvious questions. And you know what happens? We don't really answer them. We allow them to sit and we travel with those questions. And the whole Seder, with all the complexity that we want to reach by the Seder, how does the Seder end? That's the sachakal of everything is what? Is I know that there's one God in heaven and the earth. That's it. Yeah. That's where it begins. And that's the, the truth that you have to travel with. You have to travel with your whole life with that Pashas Mimas to always be appreciative of the opportunities that we have to serve the Rebbe with Pashas and Tamimas. Do not overlook the simple opportunities of mitzvahs, ma'isis that we have. Pesach is about doing physical mitzvahs and being tired from physical, physical work of Pesach. No matter where you spend Pesach, make sure you're tired from avoid. Because those avoidas that you do, the physical labor that you do, that's the nefesh and ruach part of who you are, that's the ner through which you can get rid of all the chametz and come to Pesach. But if a person only wants to have neshama chai yechida, big madregas and meichin, with a physical mitzvahs, ma'isis, that they don't have them recover with, with, with which to travel. Shem shall bless us, we shall make them recover properly. 
and be zaycha to get to that day, we'll be able to be Isaac and Meis Merkava in truth, where it's supposed to be, we as called Tzedek, Nervi, Amen.